Welcome to Heart Church. We believe that the gospel has the power to change your whole life or your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. Amen. Amen. Welcome, guys. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. you. Hello. Noctula, Dan and Bex. Why why don't we give them a very warm welcome in the room and in your living room at home. I'm going to get my notes up on my phone. I've got to change from where I was reading. Here we go. Awesome. Awesome. So, I wanted to do this a little bit differently because these guys, I mean, they, they represent... We've got another couple coming on uh, after them in, in a few minutes, but they represent some amazing people. And I, I think we are blessed. At Heart Church, hey, don't ever take it for granted. We are blessed in the people who lead us week in, week out in worship. And I thought it'd be just great to have a conversation. And maybe we can answer some questions that are in your head, but it's just... It's just to take a little bit of a different approach. Um, Knox, I'm going I'm to start with you. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Confidence <laughs> start. Really, she's thinking, oh no, why are you starting with me? Um, I, I, every time Knox is here, I have to tell everyone that I dedicated yep. her in as a baby room. and prophesied over her it's true. while you were in my arms that you would be a worshiper. Yeah. And you are. So yeah. we thank God. We thank God thank for that. God, yeah. I, I want to I start by just asking, you know, for you personally, how important mm. is worship to you? Yeah. Not just because you lead worship, mm. but how important is it to you? Yeah, for me, it's, it's really important. I think it's a, a big part of my relationship with God. Like you said, you know, I am a worshiper and you guys see me lead in worship. But aside from that, I feel I connect with God a lot through music and through song and you know, some of the biggest challenges in my life, I found that there have been, you know, amazing worship leaders who have communicated mm. God's word and spoke words over me through their songs that God has then used in me. Um, and yeah, worship has been a big part of my life for a long chunk of my life as well, because my parents are in ministry and right. since I was young, we'd go to church, we'd be singing in the house, prayer meetings in the house. So it's just, it's a massive part, really. So, I mean, what, what does that look like for you? Like, what do you listen to in the car? Um, it depends. I've got a playlist on Spotify that has all my favourite worship songs in one. So I tend to just shuffle that and see what comes up. Sometimes if there's new music that I like, I'll have a listen. Just gospel music, worship music. Sometimes, you know, faster, upbeat, praise songs. It just depends, really. Do you like different stuff to your husband, Daniel? Um, I think we like... Mainly the same stuff. I was going to say, is there a fight? <laughs> no. Is there a fight of what gets played in the car? No. <laughs> no, you, you just decide what gets played in the, played in the we car. We decide together. Yeah, oh, okay. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. Thanks. I believe you. That's awesome. No, that's, that's great. And, and I think that that is... I, I love what you said there about that being an important part of your relationship with God, about mm. how that grows and develops. Because I absolutely... Um, believe that. Now, I'm, I'm talking to you, you two. I mean, you are individuals, but you're also married. And one of the things that I always love about you two is that, that um, worship is such a huge part of who and what you are as, as a couple. Talk, talk to us about your journey in that a little bit. How, how, how has that become uh, your truth and reality? 
I mean, we could talk for hours, so I'm going to try mm. and mm. answer in a small 12 way. Minutes. 12 minutes, love. <laughs> um, well, worship is our adoration, our praise, our thankfulness, our gratefulness for God. So he doesn't change. No matter our circumstances, no matter what we're facing, he doesn't change. He's always worthy of our praise. Mm. So we can always worship God, whether we feel like it or not, whether we're, we feel we're in that right place that we mention or not. Mm. And I think together, so if we come from, I always think of it, um, maybe this is too visual, but I always think of it as like a tree trunk is our praise, is, is the core of what we, of what worship is, which is our adoration to God. And then there can be different branches of how that looks, whether we're contending for something, whether we're, it's an overflow of our joy, whether it's just an intimate moment with the Father, whether it's just our spirit joining with His. There's just so many areas. And I think for us as a couple, you can face things together. You can face your maybe not so good circumstances or challenging moments or when things are great and going really well, you can worship together. And if we talk about a marriage, God is at the centre. So if God's at the centre, worship is at the centre because that's just our overflow mm, of how that. we're glorifying God. Love that. Um, but yeah, so in Through Challenges, we, we contend for stuff. It's, it can look messy. It looks all like lovely up, up here maybe, but it can look messy. It can look like tears. It can, between sobs, you're trying to praise God for who he is when you're not in a good place. And being able to do that in a marriage is is powerful like it's incredible so let me let me just let me just jump in there because like i think that that is i love that uh, and and i'm glad you brought it up again about when you talked about contending for something because um we don't it, it maybe that doesn't always look like that on a sunday you know so just talk to us a little bit that about that when you contend for something in worship what does that look like for you too Oh, it looks it looks um, messy. Sorry, I will let you speak. Okay, so a picture. It would look like sitting in a car, needing to go in somewhere. So I know a little while ago I talked about my struggle with anxiety and panic attacks mm. and fear, and it looks like having a panic attack, not being able. You're hyperventilating. You're crying. You're <laughs> gagging, um, and you're singing but you are worthy of my praise. You are worthy of of my praise. You are in control. I don't feel like it. I don't feel that that's the truth, but I know that that's the truth. And worship puts that truth on your lips to be able to sing it out. And sometimes we can't memorise everything, Mm. but we can memorise lyrics um, and we can sing out that truth in in those moments. That is so important. And, and, And I believe so helpful for people because some people I think would think, oh, well, you know, I can only worship, I feel like worshiping. But to actually be in the fight of worship, to be contended for something, that's really, really powerful. Um, talk, talk to us, Dan, about a bit about your journey. I mean, is it similar? Is it different? So, I mean, my journey, um, I'm a drummer at heart. So hey. I've, I've, drummed for, I've drummed for years. Um, and that was what I grew up in church doing. Um, I loved singing and stuff like that. But then I... I never thought it was like a calling of mine mm. um, until I came here. Well, actually, it was before that. I we used to go to a, a thing called Rock Nations, um, which is run by now Life Church. Used to be Life, mm. Abundant Life, um, and I felt a calling then in my spirit. I left us. I left one of the services and was like, but 
is that because I love music? Is that because I love worship? Is that because, you know, um, and I, I left kind of pondering on what I believed God was calling me to be a worship leader for. I never led worship in my life. Um, and I love drums. So I kind of went a couple of weeks by and I was kind of like, God, if, if, this, is, if this is something you're calling me to do, I need you to let me know. Mm. Um, and we came from a very reserved background. So I grew up in the Brethren. If anybody knows what that is, a right. very old style of Christian, um, Christian denomination. Um, so for me, all of this kind of stuff was mental. Like when we went to Life Church, I was like, what is going on? Right. This, is, this is amazing. Um, so the concept of me becoming a worship leader was, I didn't know how that looked because mm. we didn't have worship leaders in the Brethren. Mm. It was just some, someone got up out of their seat and started singing something. And then you had to kind of fumble through a hymn book to try and find the right, right, right. song. Um, so, so yeah, I, I waited on God and I was like, God, if this is something that you're calling me to do, I have no idea how it looks. Um, and we went to, we went to um, a Pentecostal evening in a church in Northampton and we were there for the whole service. I was really enjoying the whole thing. And then um, I went and sat down, was just like reveling in the atmosphere because people were like, people were receiving God, people were being anointed and this was like alien to us. And I was, I just loved it. I, was, I thought it was great. But then this old lady, she must have been literally 90, 90 odd. She was sat at the back of the service and she came and sat next to me and she was like, oh, what's your name? I was like, I was Daniel. She was like, great. That really confirmed something to me because I believe God has... I believe God has told me to come and speak to you. Um, and I believe, you're, I believe God has called you to be the next generation of worship leader. Yeah. Wow. Um, and for, that was where my journey started. And I had no idea how to journey on. Um, and I left, I left the service and I just felt God say, just wait, just wait for the right, right time. And I was probably 15 at this point. Sure, yeah. Um, I tried, to, and then since then I tried to lead worship at a mm. service back where we were, and it was awful. Like, I mean, I mean, you think I go, you think I miss lyrics in this church? You should, yeah. Um, so it's a strength of mine. Um, <laughs> Come on. But so I, I just, I just heard God again. He just said, "Wait," and I waited until I got to the second year of uni, until I met with. Um, Luke Meadows, actually, when yeah. he was leading Impact Worship Team. Yeah. Um, and I came in as a drummer and then stayed there for a bit. And then Andy Southey, who's now a very, very close friend of mine, um, pulled, pulled me aside and said, I, th- I feel like there's more in you. Mm. And I was like, I agree. He wasn't um, wrong. And he wasn't wrong. And I, I said, I've feel, I felt like a years I've been called to be a worship leader. And then from there, that's literally my journey of worship. That's <laughs> amazing. No, that's really, really good. Really appreciate you sharing that as well, uh, the, the vulnerability of that. So Knox, um, you know, someone watching here, uh, you know, probably more than one, probably many, you're going to say, ah, well, you know, like, oh, yeah, I, I, I get that we sing songs. I get that we're supposed to worship. But it's not really for me. It's not, it's not my bag. It's not my thing. If, if you had a chance... Well, you've got a chance right now. What would you say to someone like that who's thinking, you know, it's not my personality? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, like, you know, it does make sense that there are probably certain aspects of your walk with God that may come more naturally. But I think worship is such a central part of 
all of our relationships with God. You know, it's mm. biblical. And I think that it's okay to feel like you struggle to engage. But I think take the time to figure out maybe why, why do you struggle? You know, is it that you, you don't like certain kinds of songs or do you not feel right. confident singing? And, right. But then put the effort in to make worship a big part of your life. And, you know, the, the, the singing and stuff that we do on a Sunday is just an extension of our, the, the lifelong worship that we live. You know, we honor God, we exalt him, we're in awe and wonder, we express our love for him. So I would say, you know, don't write it off. You know, we're all worshipers, we're all children of God. God has called us to worship. So find how you worship best. You know, do you worship best when you draw and you're listening to music and God uh-huh. is speaking Love to you that. through that? Love There's that. so many ways. You don't have to be a singer. You don't have to play the keyboard. But I think God is so worthy of our praise and our worship. I'd say don't, you know, don't not give that to God and allow yourself to explore what worship is for you. Yeah, and pray as well. Speak to God. Ask God to help reveal oh, what that on. is That's great. for you. Yeah. I think that's so important. I mean, not to be trying to do it in our own strength, mm. but to ask God to help us. Yeah. If He's asked for worshippers, then He'll also give us the ability yeah. to do that. And that is, that is really great. Guys, I can't believe it's gone so quickly, yeah. but our time <laughs> has absolutely flown. So uh, we're going to manage a little quick transition now so we can speak to some more people. Let's give these people a real round of applause. Nark Becky, thank you so very much. So helpful. I hope you found that encouraging and helpful. We've got a bit of a, 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 a stage change now, uh, changing people and chairs. Guys, we are super safe here at Heart Church, which is amazing. Guys, welcome. Joe Langford, Gideon Akrovi. So good to see you. Good to see you, boss. Thank good you so you. much. Feels good to take my mask off. You can take yeah. your mask off now. I was swimming to breathe a bit there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all good. Wasn't that excellent? It was so good. Amazing. I loved it. So good. I hope you guys aren't going to disappoint now because they, they set well, the, the, bar, the bar really I mean, high. So I hope that you're going to like take it to I, the next. I love what Becky said about um, worship being like a tree trunk and there's extensions Hey, of what it could look that was like. Next I level. was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. I've yeah. that for like this is amazing. Great, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. No, that is good. It's good. Um, you know, thank you uh, for the way you guys have been leading us um, during this season. Uh, both these guys uh, work for us and, uh, and they do a phenomenal job in overseeing everything, all things worship. Um, so guys, you know, I think that... Uh, we're trying to do a lot of things in this today, but it's just, it's kind of just to spark thinking and spark conversation. Um, and so we're just going to bounce off what the other guys did such a great job of. Um, taking probably a slightly different tack, Gideon, you know, when you're leading something like this area, you know, you, it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, everyone's got opinions, especially when it comes to worship. How do you manage it? Knox said, oh, you know, I, there's particular kinds of music that I, that I love. I think everyone understands that. But we're not going to be able to manage to play all those particular kinds of worship when we get together. How do you manage it when people say, oh, we'd love more hymns or we'd love this particular kind of music or we'd love more gospel. Give me all your heart and you know what? Listen. 
How do you manage I it? Want, come on, bro. I want more Israel Houghton. Hey, come on, bro. Come on. Praise so God. Ron right, Cannoli. Hallelujah. Ron, you're Pastor that's Ron. taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on Ron Cannoli. Um, no, it's a great question. And do you know what, Pastor? I think as a church, we are so blessed to be a part of such a multi-cultural, multi-generational church. And mm. like, it's part of the body of Christ to have people of different ages, different ethnicities, different, mm. you know, different walks come together and it forms something so beautiful. And even as a reflection of our team, our team is full of people of different ages and different cultural backgrounds, different, you know, different history. And that ultimately influences what you love. You know, some people have grown up on gospel, some people have grown up on CCM, some people have grown up on hymns and, and, that is going to influence how we worship on a Sunday, inevitably. Yes. But I think what I would say is, um, as a Christian, our job is first and foremost to worship, beyond preference, beyond how we feel. Our, first, our job is to first and foremost worship. And as a team, when it comes to like what we want to be singing on a Sunday, we just want to go where God is going. Let me, let me just jump in there. Let me just jump in there. Because I just want to break it down one, yes, sir. one little bit. When you say that, what does that mean? Do you understand? What, what, you know, like, you just, you just got to come with the attitude of worship. You've got to come to... What does that mean to someone? He said, well, I don't get... What, how do I do that? Yeah. How do I do that? I mean, I think it's, it's taking your eyes off yourself. Okay. I think sometimes we make worship about us. Okay. About what oh, we love. Oh, I love that. Like about our, what we like. What we and, like and what we need also. Oh, true. And true. when we come to worship on a Sunday, I think for me, when I come to worship... That's my moment to say, okay, my, my week might have been crazy. I might want this right mm. now. I might feel like I need this right now, but I want to look to Jesus. Yes. I want to fix my eyes on God. I don't want to be looking at myself right now. I want to look up. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, having that as a worshiper, make, not making worship about you, it's about God. And the beauty about worship, and I think I heard you say this a while back, is it's an exchange where... Yes. We come and we give God the adoration he deserves, not wanting anything for ourselves. But he's so gracious and he's so kind that he pours more back into us than we gave in the first place. And that's the God that we serve. Love it. But going back to the genres, um, I think we just want to go where God's going. And we just want to go where the spirit of God is going, where God is breathing. So if today it's a hymn, we want to go there. If tomorrow it's a gospel song, that's where we want to be. We, We want to be going where... God is, God is speaking and we don't want to get trapped in uh-huh. what we prefer. Even as a team, we want to go where God's going. That's true because even as the team, you've got preferences. 100%. But we want to be led, want to be led by the Spirit in that regard and believe that everyone's going to get what they, what, what they need. What God is wanting to, to give them, 100%. Yeah. So Joe, have you, have you ever had a time where you've really found it difficult to worship absolutely I remember there, there was a year where I was on I was on a lot and just going through so much stuff and good to touch on it a lot I think there are times when when life will hit you life will hit you hard and what mm-hmm. I'd say to that is worship worship is the appropriate response in every season like when life wow. is going bad you worship when life is going good you worship when you're loaded worship when huh. you're poor worship it's always the appropriate response and love that it's always the appropriate response because god is always the same god is wow. the same yesterday today and forever and and you can always put that in your head so if i'm feeling something um pastor that's saying i don't 
want to worship. In a way, I'm sort of, I'm always putting my emotions above what God has said. If I, God, I feel like you're so far away, but the truth is that God is with you and he's never going to leave you, never going to forsake you. And that's actually a form of pride to put my emotions above wow. what the word of God is. And I can, I, I think because I've done it for so long, I can, I can change my heart posture quite quickly because I know that it's a decision. Like the, the top dog in the Bible of worship, King David, he, he was a pro at this. He, he, he would say, uh, wow. my soul, why are you downcast? Right. Put your hope in Lord for I will, I will yet praise him. Yes. Like, there's a way we can do this above what we're feeling. Like we don't, even when I don't feel it, I can worship. I can change my heart posture. Um, and yeah, you can do it quickly because God is God and he's the same and he doesn't change based on how we feel. So that's what I say to that, Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, um, I love the faith, and that's all I've got to say about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's so true. You know, the truth is that everyone who leads in worship doesn't always come Mm-mm. feeling fired up to worship because mm. life happens. Life happens. Whatever. Mm. But I love what you said there about it's a decision. Mm. It's a decision to to worship. Yeah. And that's true for everybody. Yeah. What would you, what would, you know, like, like all of us who've um, looked out on a sea of congreg- congregation and, and, you know, sometimes people are more engaged than others. <laughs> what, this is your big opportunity, Joe. What would you want to say to people in regard to that? What you would love to see when, when people come to church to worship? What, what would you, what's your heart saying? Yeah. Your, mouth, your mouth, you may have never had the chance to say it, but now you've got the chance. Come on. There's, I think it gets touched on it really well. It's, there's an expectation you can bring that yes. when you are here in worship that you can generally see a glimpse of heaven. And I think wow. Gids basically touched on this. What he's saying is this idea of like prophetic worship, what it is that my faith as a worshiper and all my faith needs to be, and I think, you know, we can come, I'm going to believe this, I'm going to believe for this. My only belief that I need is that I'm going to come into agreement with what God is doing in the room. So all I right. need to do is catch a glimpse of, God, what oh, are you doing? Because me sure. as a music director and someone that sort of leads the, the sound of it, if, I, if I'm in a room and God wants to administer peace, and I'm there, it's like, okay, mate. I, and I want to I be in line with what God is doing. I want to have, I want to catch a glimpse of what God is doing in a room. And I think yeah. for, for now, on, now from the congregation's point of view, there's, it's that expectation that God, God's always doing a new thing. That God has a mandate for your worship time. That when you come, when you lift your hands, it's like it says, there's an exchange. There's something you can get from, from that moment. And don't miss it. Don't miss it. That's, yeah, what I say. that's, that's so really, really yeah. good. Um, who inspires you? What worship leaders inspire you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's so many amazing Dan worship leaders. Dan and Becky. No, I, was, I, I, I genuinely think, I would say like, the worship leaders at Heart Church and my team are, inspire me because I see them and I get to journey with them and do life with them. And I see them behind the scenes coming with faith and expectation every single week and coming with preparation. Like it doesn't just happen. Like we don't just jump on stage, pick some random songs and just go for it and hope for the mm-hmm. best. Like, like worship leaders at our, at our church, we come prayed up, we come ready, we come, we, we, we live in relationship with Jesus and we come with expectation and faith that God wants to do something in the lives and the hearts of people. So the worship leaders at our church super inspire me. That's Definitely. really good. 
Did you want to say something? Sorry, I was just... I can, I can answer it if you, if you like. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Um, just, I'll just do what you want, Chad. It's fine. Um, I love worship leaders that are very front-footed, that they, they won't leave a moment to be. They will, they will take you somewhere. They will, it's been much what I said earlier. They, will, they are directly... They create a link between them and God. They're always listening. They're not just doing their listening. And, and, just for, from, and I'm really inspired by writers that they're just okay with just singing scripture. Like they don't have to take too much artistic license. Like just let God's word be God's word and believe that the power in it will, it's like the blessing. It just, mm. all it is is a bit in numbers. It's not anything man creative. It's just, it's just God's word. And it just blew because God's word is still God's word. It still True. has power. So True. we could just sing, yeah. Really I'm leave good. It there I should have answered that. So Gideon, you know, I just wanted to come back to what you were saying there because I think that that's a very important comment that you make. You talk about that, and I know it's true, the level of preparation that people bring. You know, like you guys, you come prepared, prayed up, ready to go. What, what would you say to, to the congregation? Because there's a place where that's what everybody should be doing. 100%. Definitely. So what, you know, what, what would you say so, you know, people could do to, like right now, today, how can they improve their worship experience? 100%. I think you, you touched on it there. I think the first thing is expectation. I love the scripture in the Bible. I think it's Ephesians 3 where it talks about um, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or imagine. And if we want God to do amazing things, we've got to start with a, from a place of expectation, from anticipation, um, awaiting what he wants to do. So I would say, first thing, when you come to worship God, when even in your personal life, in your, mm. when you're in your car on your way to work and you don't want to be there and you start putting on the praise songs, come with expectation that right. the Holy Spirit can meet you in your car, that the Holy Spirit can come in your, in your room and change your mind, change your perspective and renew you afresh. And so I say expectation. And um, I'd also say, you know, for somebody, maybe if you're here today or you're listening in right now and you are going through a really hard time, because I think it, for us to come here and say, you know, you know, just just do it, just worship. Sometimes people might need some help. And I understand that. I think people, some, so many people are going through so many different things right now. Mm. And I, I want to encourage you to come with honesty. Love it. That's I think great. God wants God wants the honest worshiper. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is in Psalm fifty-one, where um, David basically says, "God, you don't delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices. You don't delight in me just going through the motions, coming to the church, coming to church, lifting my hands because that's what we do. Mm. What you want is a broken spirit. You want a broken heart. So if your heart is broken today, if your heart is." weary come with that wow god doesn't despise it he wants Love it that. that's that's actually the the worship that he wants he wants honest worship spirit come and on, in preach, truth preach. worship that is authentic so i'd say come with your honesty and uh, but but don't stay there god doesn't want to leave you yeah. there also do something that you might not be feeling like standing up in worship you might not be feeling like lifting your hands but something happens when on the inside when you do something on the outside oh, when Love you that. start to lift your hands when you start to sing when you start to clap Maybe you're not feeling like it, but you're, you can tell your, yourself. That's what you said. David says, you know, praise the Lord, oh my soul, praise the Lord. Yes. Why did he say, oh my soul? Because he wasn't feeling like praising the ah, Lord. And I probably, the, the, those three things, I'd say, come with expectation, come with honesty, and do what you don't feel like doing. Wow. Come on. Guys, let's put your hands together.
wherever you are, thank you so much. We're going to now be preparing for a time of worship. I hope you enjoyed that. I thought that was amazing. These guys are awesome. Aren't they awesome? And um, I think that I come away, I come away uh, with a reminder. You know what? This is important. This is important. If God's seeking something, if God's seeking worshippers, then this is important. He wants worshippers. He wants, he wants people to engage with Him in worship. One, because, one, because he, he is worthy of our worship. And secondly, because He wants to bless us through our worship. And so I would just want to take a moment to, to pray as we move into a time of worship and uh, to ask you to engage with this moment probably even more than you usually do. Don't just listen to the music and be distracted. Take a moment to really engage with God. Ask the Spirit of God to help you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give this time to you now. We pray that everything that would attack our mind, distract our mind, in the name of Jesus, would fall away. And that we would just come with that honesty that Gideon speaks about there. And even do what you don't want to do. You know, even if you don't feel like it today, if you could do without it, but lean into God, knowing that He has a heart to bless you more than you want to be blessed. Holy Spirit of God, in this room, around this city, beyond, have your way. Move in every space where your name is being honoured and praised in Jesus' Name. I'm going to invite you to stand in the room. All around in your living rooms, wherever you are right now, take a moment to welcome the Spirit of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. His Name is Jesus. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.